Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr. And today, we're sharing tips to help you work through homework challenges with your child. Now, we're talking about this thanks to a question that we received from a parent who's been listening to the podcast. Right, Erica? Yes, right. So this parent wrote and said that her child is currently in a hybrid learning situation, which I'm sure many of us can relate mm-hmm. to right now, mm-hmm. um, and is generally independent with classwork, classroom and classwork assignments, but seems reluctant to take initiative and complete homework assignments. Mm -hmm. So the specific question is, how can I coach my child to be more independent with his homework assignments? And I'm sure that you've dealt with this with all your years in the classroom. So what are some tips that we can give this parent? Yes, this is definitely common. Um, And, you know, I would say the first step for this parent and any parent dealing with the same situation is to determine why your child might be reluctant with the homework side of things. Mm -hmm. And there are a few common reasons that we see this in children. And those are overwhelm, boredom, and distraction. So let's start with overwhelm. What does that look like? So some children feel overwhelmed because their brains are exhausted from the day's learning activities. And the thought of having to do more just becomes too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like, you know, even adults, we get the same way. So being overwhelmed is also sometimes due to not fully understanding the assignment Mm -hmm. or the specific task involved in the assignment or even because of some perfectionist tendencies. You might have an overwhelmed child if you hear things like, I don't get it, it's too hard, I can't do it, or I'm tired. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you do if you think your child might be overwhelmed? So if you think your child might be overwhelmed, see if you can help break down the assignment into smaller chunks. So let's say the assignment is to complete 25 math problems. And you might say, you know, go ahead and do the first five and we'll look look over them together. This does three things. It reduces your child's anxiety because he knows that your support is only a few problems away. It also gives you an opportunity to correct any missteps before he gets through all 25. And it gives you an opportunity to praise your child's progress, which is huge Mm. in terms of building up their confidence if they're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Offering praise as your child goes might seem like a lot for you to do at first. And we like to call this in the education world, spending time in the beginning to save time in the end. But you really do want to build up the confidence in this way early on. So offering praise is something that's really important, especially if your child does feel overwhelmed. That's such a great tip. Um, And something else I think of, uh, another example of an assignment where this technique might be helpful is if your child is asked to read a passage and answer some questions. So you might offer, you know, go ahead and read the first section and then come tell me what it said. So that gives your child the opportunity, exactly like we talked about, to try it on their own, but Mm -hmm. knowing that your support is just a few steps away. So what about breaks? Are breaks helpful, you know, when your child's feeling overwhelmed with their work? Yes, that's a really good point. So taking brain breaks are incredibly important, especially if you do suspect exhaustion is creeping in. Mm -hmm. Um, In episode seven, How Does My Child Actually Learn? We shed more light on this. So if you didn't Mm -hmm. catch that episode, it's it's really helpful. Um, But a brain break should, should minimize distraction. 
So that's when I always say be careful because when you um, give your child a break or you decide to take that break, you don't want it to be something that is going to lead to procrastination because they're getting distracted. Because remember, distraction is one of those other common reasons right. that we see the homework challenge. Mm-hmm. So think more along the lines of a snack, fresh air, movement outside, mm-hmm. uh, some type of maybe artistic activity over something like a video game that might suck your child in and cause then a turn it off battle because that doesn't help either. So um, breaks are important, especially if the, if you feel like they're on the verge of uh, a meltdown because they're feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but just be really careful mm-hmm. what you choose to do during that break. Let's shift gears now to boredom. You said that that's another reason that a child might be reluctant to do homework. Yes. Um, and, you know, there might be a more sophisticated way to say this, but I feel like it's just that simple. So sometimes mm-hmm. um, if your child is not interested in the assignment or a lot of times boredom is the result of having an advanced understanding of the subject. So they're already past that. In their minds, they know it. You know, why do I have to go mm-hmm. back to this? And the thought of having to do more work in that subject can often result in procrastination and just a lack of motivation. Your child might be bored with the work if you hear things like, I already know how to do this. The subject is boring. I've done this 50 times already. Can't I do the project on cars mm-hmm. instead of plants? Things like that. Yeah, so if parents suspect that their child is bored, what can they do? I think the best thing to do in this situation is to offer a challenge. Um, And this can also turn into a game. Let's say the math problems are easy and your child dreads having to do them just because he has to. You know, in this situation, you might say, after you complete the problems, I wonder if you could create two more of your own. So you're offering that opportunity to really make it a step up, right? Like it Mm -hmm. it is a new challenge, but it is at least getting the work done that has to be done. Um, And if it's a reading assignment, you know, when you finish, let's see if you can find three objects around the house that relate to the story. So those are all things that um, just boost the experience and give your child something to look forward to that's not necessarily the exact homework assignment. It's something a little bit more challenging that will hopefully take the edge off the boredom. I like that creative approach. So any other ideas for getting over the challenge of boredom? Yeah, I would say another strategy that can sometimes jazz things up um, is to use a timer and do a beat the clock challenge. So, and that can be, um, you know, for your child who is bored because they do have the advanced knowledge um, that Mm, in this way, you're ensuring that your child does the work, but then you're giving them, like I said, that sort of like game gamification challenge, yeah, Yeah. gamification um, challenge aspect of it. When using this strategy, I would say just be really careful. Um, Sort of another caution here is make sure that your child does actually understand the subject fully or the assignment because if you're if we do get our children to speed through the assignment when there is a lack of understanding then of course that'll do more harm than good so just ensuring if you use that strategy you know that they already know how to do the um do the assignments or maybe you know the math problems yeah that's a really good point so let's shift gears now and talk about distraction so um what can this look like in our kids Yeah, so distraction is another reason we see children resisting homework, Mm -hmm. and it's because they would rather be doing something else. Uh, And this might be, you know, playing a musical instrument, painting, maybe it's playing a sport or just 
watching TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, similar to boredom, but it is rooted more in the desire to just get to the thing that is distracting them or consuming their thoughts. So your child might be distracted if you hear things like, can I play my guitar before I do my homework? Or I just want to play my game. Um, or maybe it's, I never get to go outside. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So what can parents do if they feel that their child might be getting distracted from doing their homework? Yeah, so this one I always say it goes back to the structure side of things. So uh, setting up and staying firm with the structures that support learning is going to be key here. So as far as the learning space, you know, making sure it's away from the distraction. So we've talked before, I know Mary, you and I have talked about like you did your homework at the dining room table, not too far from the family TV, but at least you like that wasn't your distraction right but right. if we have a child who they just want to watch tv probably not best to have them do homework and beside right, on the, the tv right 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 so, yeah um so you know on the flip side of that you might consider making it um, as enticing as the distraction itself so maybe in their learning space you actually do put things like a favorite color or a certain type of supply that you know maybe specific Mm-hmm. cool pencils that they love that really makes your child feel special and it draws them into that learning space which will you know reduce that distraction but mm-hmm. also give them that special feeling that just makes them want to be in that space to do the work yeah that's um, a good idea yeah I mean those are just little tricks you mm-hmm. know you kind of um, figure out what is distracting your child and then what could potentially draw them into the, mm-hmm. the learning space um, and another structure to consider if distraction is a culprit I would say is is the timing of homework completion. So for example, if your child wants to just get to the video game, make it clear that there will be time for the game after the homework is completed. That can be motivating in itself. Right. Um, but it, you've got to you've got to make sure and follow through on that. So that's one thing, you know, this sort of um, this is where trust comes in that if you say that's going to happen and then they finish their homework and it doesn't happen, then you've got a trust issue that that right. starts to develop. So just ensuring that you've got those structures in place and that it can you can follow through to give them that time um, if that's something that you need to to work out Mm -hmm. Um, so this is you know if your if homework starts at 345 each day and he can get to the video game after that he's going to be more inclined to respect that routine if he knows it's going to happen Mm -hmm. and parents want to be consistent with that oh absolutely and we can go right back to episode zero and episode Mm -hmm. one which are all about consistency and structures and routines um, that support the learning. So um, I would say, you know, the other thing to to think about here, you know, kind of offered a caution for all of these is that if the the homework time changes from day to day for whatever reason, you know, maybe your schedule changes from day to day, um, it's just important to make sure that it's communicated clearly, like this is when this will happen, to build that trust and to help your child know that, okay, if I do the homework, then by this time I will get to do, you know, play my guitar play the video game, go outside, whatever it is that's sort of leading to this homework battle and challenge. Oh, so good. So many great tips in this episode. So any final pointers for parents? I would say, you know, there are a few general um, 
tips that we can give related to the challenge of homework. Mm -hmm. And one goes back to something we mentioned sort of at the beginning of the episode, which is, you know, praising your child. You know, you really can't praise your child too much, um, especially when it comes to making progress with homework or anything that you're really struggling with your child um, over. So, and you know, it does take effort to offer that praise and to be mindful that you've got to give it in order to, you know, help the situation or help your child through the situation. So one of the things um, that really helps in terms of offering praise to your child when they're doing the right things or you're seeing the great behavior here is to keep it specific and focused on the process. So, you know, saying things like, I'm so proud of you for going straight to your learning space and getting started on your homework today. Um, You know, way to pay careful attention to your work. I'm proud of you for trying so hard. So, you know, you're pointing out those specifics that they're paying close attention. and going straight to the learning space. So it could also be things like, I know you were nervous about that assignment. I'm proud of you for overcoming your fear and trying so hard. So So it sounds like parents really want to be thoughtful. Absolutely. And it's worth it. Yeah, It's worth it. It's worth it because when we're pointing out what they're doing well, you know, think about it. If it is that they're overwhelmed, you're boosting that confidence with the praise. If it's because they're bored, you're helping to motivate them by giving them praise for doing the thing you want them to do or need Mm -hmm. them to do. Um, And same thing for distraction. You know, it's you've, I'm, I'm glad that you went straight to the learning space. Like you're praising basically the solution to the problem, right? Um, so it's not something you can do too much of I, in, in, when it comes to this, this challenge. That's so good. So anything else for parents? Yeah, I would say another um, opportunity here is if you do feel like there might be something else going on, you know, maybe there's a true um, issue or barrier, learning barrier happening, then connect with the teacher. You know, that is something that I feel like I know we say here on the podcast often is connecting with the teacher is so important, but you know, you really do need their insight if there's something going on, especially if you've tried all these things um, and you, you know, you've identified or felt like you identified the root cause of being overwhelmed or bored or distracted. And you've tried some of these um, tips here and it's just not working, the teacher will usually have some insight um, and even recommendations on how to break things down. So they know the assignment, they created the assignment, right? So they can help you uh, break it down into smaller chunks if that's what's needed. So I would definitely reach out to the teacher. Yeah, it sounds like their um, insight would be very valuable. Yes. So good. Thank you for these, Erica. Great tips here on how to help your child breakthrough homework challenges. Well, parents, as always, we'd love to hear from you. So email us your question at schoolhouse at studereducation.com, and it might be featured on a future episode, just like in this one. That is schoolhouse at studereducation.com, S-T-U-D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N.com. If you have a parent friend who could use these tips, please share this episode with them. And thanks so much for tuning in. We look forward to having you join us next time at the schoolhouse. Find out more on how to help your child learn at studereducation.com slash schoolhouse dash podcast.